This is Gene Lance on the Workers Beat Extra. We put together a webinar on the 10th of September. It included solidarity activists and leaders of the auto workers and leaders of SAG-AFTRA here in North Texas. Afternoon, everybody. Thank you so much for joining us. We are delighted to have you. We are here to discuss how to win these strikes. And one thing I want to make clear before we even start is don't start thinking that it's going to be over in two days or three days or three months. Start thinking how you're going to win this no matter how long it takes. Now, I'd like to ask Rosie Kurtz, who's been leading the solidarity effort for the young active labor leaders and for the Dallas AFL-CIO. Well, uh, this is kind of an intimidating thing to start off as I'm a I'm the co-chair of the DFW chapter of Young Active Labor Leaders, and we've been doing solidarity work for a while now. We've supported a lot of the unionizing Starbuckses in North Texas, and we've done our best to support um, SAG-AFTRA and, and UAW as well, and, and anything else that happens. Um, in terms of how to win, I think that the I think probably what I've focused on in terms of getting people to come out to things is is building a sense of community. I think that for people to win, then they they can't ever like morale has to stay high because as soon as the morale gets low or as soon as they don't feel that sense of brotherhood or whatever with uh, with their union siblings, then they start feeling resentful and start feeling like they could give in. And so I think it's, uh, for me, I think the, the best way to keep morale high is to make sure that what you're doing is fun, like as much as possible. We want to like, like we've done, we did karaoke on the UAW picket line um, in Carrollton a couple weeks ago. Uh, we do the Starbucks sip-ins, which we always get great turnout for. And I think part of the reason is because it's not a huge ask to be like, come hang out at a coffee shop with all your friends for a couple hours, you know? And I think that I've, I've thought of the idea and, and I've thought of the idea of like um, doing something, a community thing where that's kid friendly to, to get uh, families involved because sometimes the, the shopping, the fact that it people from being involved is childcare. So I think that if you can include everyone in a union members circle, and uh and keep them having a good time then you can you know just because you're having a good time doesn't mean you're not also fighting and making steps to win it's uh it's just what builds the community and builds the sense of solidarity with everyone so um that would probably be my like you know brief two-minute pitch of of how to win is we the thing that will break the the bosses the companies is just that we outlast them and to outlast them, we need good morale and feeling of brotherhood, and uh, and I think that's how we get it. So that's my input. Okay, thank you. We're going to have each panelist speak, and then we're going to look at the Q and A section. Uh, everybody that's participating can write in the Q and A. Let's move to President Cleo Wynn Senior of UAW Local twenty three sixty on strike against Atlantis in Carrollton, Texas. Take it away, Cleo. Uh, good evening, Gene, and good evening, everyone. 
Um, you know, I, I really, I could just really echo what Rosie said. Um, Cause again, we are talking about how can we win? Um, and just, just in my head and in my mind, once I hear it, it's really a thing where we're really already winning due to the fact that what we decided to do is we decided to strike to support and stand strong for what we're asking for. When we sit back and we look at the list of things that we're asking for as it relates to our demands, we honestly aren't asking for anything new. We're asking for things from five, six, seven, ten years ago. But in regards to winning, the mere fact that we've came together in solidarity, we've gotten support from the AFLCIO, other locals like uh, the GM Arlington Plan 276, which we'll get a chance to hear from Paulette, Pauline a little bit later. And, we, and just so many, a list of so many people who've came out to support us, that in and of itself is showing that we are winning. Uh, just that what happens is, is as to, Roy, to Rose's point, is having the ability to outlast the company. Um, it's just one of those things to where it, it can be tough uh, the longer these strikes go for all the workers who are out here on the picket line. But being a facility who uh, walked out on September 22nd, the biggest thing that I'm finding out is that people are excited, um, but it's not so much that they're excited that we're on strike. They're excited that they um, are taking a stand for what they believe. You know, and because and when it's, it's just with everything, if you have a strong belief about a thing and you decide to take and take that belief and put it into action um, by coming together in solidarity and walking out you, again, we're just standing uh, to show our support and to let the company know that, listen, we don't mind if, if you have a conversation with our members. We don't mind the fact that these companies are making these record profits. That has never been an issue with us. We're just saying that there is a reason and there are individuals who helped, who assist, who put in the work to help these CEOs and these companies to receive that profit. And all we're saying is, can we just have, watch this, we're not even asking for what they're getting. We're just asking for a little bit of those profits so those, those having the opportunity to take care of our families to make a decent wage i mean the it's no secret since covid everything has went up everything and yet you as a company not only want but you're expecting my wage to stay the same and well in in, in my mind that's a fast track to poverty so I do believe that we are already winning. We just have to finish the race. We have to get to the finish line in regards to the strike uh, again in hopes that um, these companies understand that we deserve a fair contract. Wow. And so again, and my last thing is, is that uh, again, in continuing this win, yes, we definitely need to support of uh, individuals. I mean, we happen to, uh, and so secret, my facility happens to have, uh, it happened to be a small local. We have 106 people. But when I tell you uh, my sister Pauline and the members from 276 come out, uh, Gina, your uh, team has came out and the list just goes on of so many people come up. You would think we had maybe three, 400 people because we've always had so many people come and stand in support with us. And so, I mean, I cannot even stress how appreciative and grateful we are. All right. Let's go to Nikki Dixon, who's been on the strike the longest. 
Oh, thank you so much, Jean, for having me. And um, hello to all the other panelists. Uh, Cleo, let us know, uh, SAG after how we can help you guys. We'll, you know, bolster your numbers up from looking like you got 300 to maybe four or 500. We'll, we'll help you out there. So let us know how we can help. So um, as Jean did say, yes, at this point, we are on strike the longest. Um, we uh, joined the WGA on the picket lines um, July 12th, I believe, is when we went on strike um, at SAG-AFTRA, and we've been in conversations. We're back on with the AMPTP right now. There was a conversation yesterday. It started uh, Monday. Yeah, like Cleo said, we're winning. But how do we ensure that we win is just staying the course. And I feel like what we've, the, the biggest challenge that we've had <clears throat> is that we're obviously in a right to work state. And a lot of times um, we don't get the support from those that are outside of the union. We always get the support of our union brothers and sisters, which we appreciate. But garnering the, the, um, the feedback and the the understanding from those that are not in our unions is really how we win. So when people that are not in a union, they see what we're fighting for, they understand what we're fighting for, they they realize that we are really truly just fighting for a living wage. All of us are not, you know, as actors, all of us are not like the stars, right? Like it's just one of those things that we have to get the support, I believe, from everybody who is not necessarily in the union to ensure that we win. And I I think a lot of times that is in orchestrating just different efforts that come down from leadership, right? So like the rallies that we have, the support, you can come out, you don't have to be a union member to come out to the rallies. You don't have to be a union member to come out to the picket, picket line. You can come out with your signs, your shirts, whatever, you know, we'll have a shirt for you. If you don't have one, we'll give you one. But, you know, anything for you just to come out and just show your support um, as a, as somebody who's maybe not in the union, that is always helpful. That's how we win. When, when people who are not in the union recognize the need, right? That as Cleo said, we do not begrudge you CEOs making millions of dollars. All we need is a little piece of that pie. I'm not asking for all of it. I'm not, I'm, I'm asking for some of it because guess what? If we weren't here, you wouldn't be making the money you are. So just, just, you know, just give us a little, give a, a little share, a little fair share of that, you know? It's disheartening to think that somebody at a level of the in the CEO seat would say, you're not worth this money. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna just let you just stand outside and not work. Every time a contract comes up, I think a, one of the best ways for us to win is to plan, right? Like when you know a contract is about to come up, always in your brain think that the corporate sector is not gonna give you what you want in your new contract. So prior to that, start planning. Like how much money do I need to save to make sure that I'm okay, my family's okay for these next two months, three months, six months, if that's you know what it takes. Because how you win is being able to have enough money to where you are not saying, I have to get back. I have to get back. That's how we win. We 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 just have to stand strong in that. And I I think that is that is the biggest thing. And just having support and just solidarity. And I thank 
every single person that came out to support our rally when we had in uh, September 9-9. Thank you, everybody who came out. Um, it, it, it's just, it feels so good to know that we have support in Dallas. Um, and so just thank you. And I just think it's just the support of everybody um, and just staying strong is how we win. All right. I think we've all come to recognize the leadership of Sister Pauline Mims of UAW Local 276, which is not on strike, but General Motors is good and scared that they might be going on strike. So let's listen to what Pauline Mims has to say. Uh, I'm Pauline Mims. I'm the political legislation chair of UAW Local 276. I'm also your UAW executive board member uh, for Tarrant County Central Labor Council in North Texas. I'm also the president of CLU for the state of Texas. And so as far as, as winning strikes, my biggest thing, I, I absolutely agree with each of you said, but the biggest thing that I think we need to understand is educating our people before we go on strike. People do not understand, not even our own people understand the seriousness of strike. They assume strike is our biggest power. I mean, that's where our leverage is. We have so much power in a strike. However, going on strike does not win. You don't win because you went on strike. That is when the fight begins. You win when you're on that picket line strong, when you're, when you're out there every day fighting with every part of your being, with the seriousness of what's going on. We want to have fun. We want to laugh. We, we want people to have uh, moments of karaoke and joy and all of that. We want them to be able to fellowship and barbecue. But, it, but on that picket line, it is about that picket line. The weakest link, the weakest thing we can do is get tired and weary and sit down and not pay attention to what we're actually fighting for. When we're on that picket line, we should be 100 strong all day. Um, that is our greatest strength, showing the companies that we are not getting weary in our works. That is how we convince them to win. The more we get lax, the more we um, spend more time fellowshipping versus picketing, we're starting to show that they're wearing us down. And that's not what we want to do. I can promise you that um, most people, when they're out there on the line picketing, in the beginning, they don't understand the seriousness. The seriousness of what happened doesn't affect most people's minds because we're not educating them before they go on strike. Um, happens once they stop getting their checks. And once you start getting your checks, then your morale is going to go down. You're going to lose all ability to actually make things happen. And in a perfect world, everybody could save two or three months in a perfect world. But the world is not perfect. Everybody's situation is not perfect. People have all kinds of things going on from taking care of other children to bonus children to parents. to some people just aren't financially stable. We have nothing to say about those people. Everybody has their own story and their own way to live. But the biggest thing where we fail and we tend to lose people is because we are not educating. When you walk out this door, you have voluntarily quit your job. You have quit your job. Literally, that company owes you nothing now. But the strength of the union is where our power lies. And if we stray strong, and fight hard out here on this line. When we're out here picketing, this is your job. This is an assignment. This is pride. You should be honored to walk this line. People died for us to have this right. 
And so when I'm out there on the line, that's all I'm doing. I'm chanting, I'm walking, I'm encouraging, I'm hollering, I'm yelling so they can hear me all the way inside the building. That is what I do. And, and, and my and my I want to always let people know this is serious business. People hate to pick it. They think that's the no, that's the biggest part of our power. Our power does not start because we say we on strike. Our power is in fighting while we're on strike. It's in fighting while we're strike. And the, the karaoke's and all of that is the best part of giving us a, a break from that. You know how you have your break and it's union, unions give you break and time off. That's our time off. Those events are great because it gives you, it gives you time to relax, calm down, you know, get back into socializing and, and gets you away from the seriousness of what's really going on that picket line. But on that picket line, this is my personal belief, it's business. It's business. We should be fighting hard, chanting hard, talking hard, walking hard, and, and realize what we are here for. The company does not, um, people think, don't understand, the company is watching. They're not not watching. They're watching us. They want to see, you know, okay, how long they going to stay strong? How many days? Are these people are actually, how many days are we going to come out here and every single person out here is actually picking? How many days are we going to come out here and people are sitting in chairs watching everybody else pick or complaining or all that? You can do all that because I want to do all of it too. 45 days, let me tell you, I was starting to feel like, okay, am I going to make it another day? But they'll never know. We cannot show them our hands. When you are out there on that picket line, you should be, I would rather be one strong than 20 weeks. One strong and 20, if they saw one strong person out there every single day, it's better than seeing 20 weak ones. And that's a mindset that we have to come to. We got to understand we are out there to fight, sitting outside of the gate, um, just chilling and acting okay and, and drinking our juices and talking to our friends. That just further feeds into what management wants it to be. Oh, they're getting tired. They don't want to be here. So I can tell you, stay strong out there on the gates, do all the other things that we talked about. But if you do nothing else, when you are on that gate, whether you six or 600, stay strong. That's how we went. All right. We have some questions that come on the screen and I have some questions too. I want to comment on SAG-AFTRA's uh, cash donations. Uh, I don't have, I can't put it in the chat. But the donations go to members.sagfoundation.org slash donate. Or you could just look up SAG Foundation, and I think that'll work for you. Also, I want to announce that we're going to have a cookout honoring the strikers. Lou Luckhart is organizing it for 3 o'clock on October the 21st at 1408 North Washington. Gerardo Contreras is cooking for free. Representative Julie Johnson is supplying the beer for free, and Representative Johnny Bryant is bringing the food for free. So people want to contribute. They're just not so sure how they can do it. Here's some of the ideas under discussion. Inviting strikers to other people's meetings, organizational meetings, church meetings, union meetings, any kind of meeting, Boy Scout troops, also, holding special events for the strikers. Also, we discussed putting on a statewide tour for
for the strikers so that everybody in Texas would find out just how they can help. This is Gene Lance on the Workers Beat Extra.